0: Blessings, this is Starseed in May and I'm so excited to be bringing to you another great inspiring episode by EM Healing. I have my host with me today, Nini Castle. She is a Claritive Healer and Transformational Coach and I'm going to let her share a little bit more about her before we dive in. Go ahead, Nini.
1: Hey everybody, this is so exciting to be on here today. Uh, Yeah, with all the craziness in the world with this virus, if you hear a little bit of noise, this is me just doing my self-care, my exercise in my home so that I can still be here in service to the world. I am a clairvoyant healer and intuitive transformational coach. I was born with these abilities, and I've come here to the world to facilitate healing, and especially now in times like these where the world is in a major pandemic. And now I truly believe the pandemic is about fear more than it is about being ill. But um, I'm here as a healer to give to those who are in need. It's a time of giving. And when the cycle changes, it'll be the time of receiving. Now it's time that we give to each other with love. So uh, yeah, that's what I'm here for. And this is just the next mission on my list of missions. So I'm really excited to be on here. Thank you.
0: Yes. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited. Um, Just so you know, I'm here with you, um, working on staying physically fit. I have a three pound weight and, um, I'm just using it to just move my arms around, you know, cause, uh, as I was telling you before we jumped on, uh, I've already been in a isolated state for the past, like eight months. I, my movements have been reduced. Um, I haven't been able to go to the gym as much. And for someone like me that has not stopped going to the gym, um, For longer than four to five days, Uh, this has definitely been um, a different for me. um, But I definitely know that I realized how positive of a person that I I I always will be, regardless of the circumstances. I am always going to see the positive side.
1: (laughs) That's great.
0: That's me. That's definitely me. So, how do you feel? you know, right now, um, what is your energy telling you, um, to focus on
1: as far as our talk or at the world at large?
0: For, for the world at large to, for how you to respond, how others can respond. What is your intuitive, um, what is your intuitive message that's coming to you, you know, when you think about um, how others can be responsive, you know, the most actively responsive, you know, you don't have to rush to respond. I, I, I know how the needs us to let it flood in and, and I'm, I allowed to have that patience.
1: Sure, sure. No, totally, totally. Yeah. So what's coming up for me. Is just to keep spreading love. Just the, the response is to keep spreading love, to keep spreading education. You know, right now, the world at large, we are at a time where we are really seeing basically what's going on is that all of our immediate comfort zones are being shooken up, completely shooken up, and people are so nervous because when we focus on the immediate physical world and physical comforts is our safe haven. It's times like these that remind us how temporary they are. It doesn't matter how big our bank accounts are. It doesn't matter how fancy our houses are, how fancy our cars are. It's like when the world shuts down, it's like, oh man, it doesn't matter how many millions of dollars you have. If the world is closed, the stores are closed and you can't get food or you you get food very sporadically. And then you want to try and put it all in your fridge and in your cabinet thinking it's going to last forever. No, these things don't last forever. It's, it's, It's really good to stock up and be smart. And I tell people always they should, but there's an element of trust that we go out every day and gather from the fields. And we trust, we have a trust that there will be something more. So again, it doesn't mean to be stupid. And, you know, as the famous story goes, play air guitar when there's a problem at our hands, we need to be smart. We need to be taking precautions. We need to be healthy. And I want to emphasize to people that it's so important to live healthy. I think these things can be prevented because now you hear on all the advertisements, you know, wash your hands, make sure to sanitize eat a healthy diet, exercise, like these things should be basic. If you want to prevent illness, these things should be basic. You shouldn't have to wait for something like this, a plague to remind us of the basics. But anyways, to, you know, just to speak to love to people and explain, but we absolutely have the ability if we connect to a, a higher divine, you know, people want to call it source, God, I call it God. And remember that that is the light. Everything else in the world is temporary And it's here for us to use in this physical world. But as we're seeing, these things don't save us. If there's a problem, our big bank accounts, our big fancy cars and houses, it's not going to save us. We have to have the trust and the love. And that's just really what I want to be promoting and telling people and however that lands for people, that we are stronger. If there's ever a problem, we are stronger and bigger than our problems. There's nothing that's too big for us.
0: That's right. I agree. I was actually uh, listening to a live the other day um, with Carrie Peters um, from, you know, Health Coach Institute, and she was speaking about, you know, how weird it was for her to see people, um, to not see people outside during the curfew. And she said she almost got freaked out a little bit, but then she realized, like, look at the... The control of our uh, of our society of how much people are trying to stay indoors, and they are not trying to get sick, and they're tr- they're they're helping with um with reducing the amount of people that are going to have to be um you know treated, and you know it goes a long way for us to realize um, you know this is what a pandemic looks like in 2020, you know the The virus has spread you know in in almost all all of the regions there's only just a few countries left that haven't experienced it, and I you know really hope that they don't have to experience it yeah um I know that there's still states in the United States that are not freaking out yet um I spoke to someone in Alabama yesterday um and they said that you know they're they're not really halting their life yet you know so things are still unfolding you know so you know you're definitely you know hit the nail in the head with you know speaking about positivity and speaking about um remaining calm and not letting fear set in and I feel like you know this is a great uh opportunity for you know people like ourselves who have been supporting self care and acknowledging the benefits of it, and and have been saying, you know, what are you going to do when things stop? You know, what are you going to do when you can't be automatic anymore, and you have to turn manual?
1: Yeah, we
0: we really have to learn to acknowledge our our emotions and our feelings, and 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 what uh, we are being led to experience.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And if I can just add, um, that's my work as, as a healer is to help people really get in touch with our inner power, you know, just in general, our default, in a very modern world, where we have so many resources is, we, it's automatic, we put ourselves and our things on the external. For example, I can't do this, I don't have enough money. I can't do that, my car is broken you know, we put all the excuses on all of our things outside. But really, when everything comes to a standstill like this, we look at ourselves and say, what can we do? There's so much more that we can do that we just don't give ourselves permission. So when I do healing work with people, it often goes into these, these places. And, you know, sometimes I ask the client, you know, how old are you right now? Like, how old are you feeling? Because they'll usually regress very young, to like a child. So I feel like I'm three years old, and I'm totally helpless, and I can't do it. And Yeah, that's how three-year-olds feel. So we're like a bunch of very young children in adult bodies kind of living our life on this automatic pilot. And now it's like, hey, 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 you guys need to learn to work the system and then create your own system. Because when the system is inside of us, and I've seen this, when we carry something in us and we're not dependent on the outside for it, it follows us. Now, true, in something like this, we may have a couple of days to figure out, but like if you are determined to do your self-care no matter what, Okay. Yes. The gym might be closed. That's going to suck. But most people in, in today's day and age, you can download a workout video. There is equipment in the house. I've got my steer stepper. I've got my bicycle trainer. I've got my weights, and, uh, they haven't shut us down from going outside. So yep. in lovely Chicago where it's still winter time. I took a bike ride in the thirties and I kept my safe six feet social distance, you know, Mind. Very
0: brave of you to go and ride bikes, by the way,
1: <laughs> in, <laughs> in Chicago. Oh God, <laughs> I, I <had> ride everywhere.
0: <laughs> I almost forgot when you were saying that to me earlier. You were like bicycle, and it was cold, and I was like, okay. And but then you're like, I'm in Chicago, and I'm like, oh my gosh, bless you. Like you have, you have committed to your self care. <laughs>
1: You know, it's, it's funny. I say, because self-care, this is a big one also. I speak to a lot of people, especially mothers. I'm not a mother, but I work with people that are. And to the mothers out there feel, but my children come first. And if I don't love my children. I don't feed them first and whatever. I'm like a worthless person because they come first. But I always say to them, is there like an inner resentment that comes when you always have to put them first? I'm not talking about when it's once in a while and it's pretty, but like when you always have to put them first and you're like ready to like strangle sometimes, you're like in the stranglehold. And and no one wants to admit it, but like I always say to people, it's a good deed until you feel resentment. The moment you feel resentment, that's your gut wisdom telling you, yes, it's good to give. But this is a point where it's, you know, giving that it's hurting you. It's like when people stretch, stretching is good. But if you pull, if you stretch too hard, you pull a muscle. This is your body saying, "Uh -uh uh-uh-uh, you're pulling a muscle here. So the gift is to be able to give to yourself first so that you are fueled, so that you can give of your full heart and soul and essence to, to those around you. So for me, like I don't have my self-care. You know, I can give for a little while, but then I run out of fuel. It's like, you know, your phone battery is about to die. You don't put it in the charger. Of course, you got to put it in the charger. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't look at that. as silly. So exactly. you got to put yourself in the charger. So you have energy to help those, especially in times like these.
0: Exactly. Exactly. You know, um, you know, I experienced those still those same, you know, situations because I'm a mom of three. And I am really passionate about my mission and being able to create a new way of being, which um you know I've been running this experiment for some time, and I'm at this point to where it's like i I have a concussion, I need to really focus on my mission. And I really can't add too much other responsibilities on my plate, so I've allowed my kids' fathers to really take majority control of the children, and I'm getting a really a lot of slack you know for requiring that i that I heal um And I'm just like, I'm, I'm taken back about, you know, but this is what my body is telling me. That would be the best option. Um, You know, I have, I don't like to do anything that my body doesn't agree with. I want to bring all of me into every situation. And I wasn't able to do that a majority of my life because so many people told me that my intuition was too much or I was thinking too much about the things and it, it's really not that serious and once i realized how strong of an empath i was uh how intuitive i had i i really am i decided not to listen to others anymore that they don't know more than me and they can't possibly tell me that being with my kids every day is going to give me my outcome that is that is expected of me during this existence in this body
1: i I totally i hear what you're saying and i want to speak into that a little bit more you know just to reiterate that this is not a negligence we're not saying abandon our kids heaven forbid such a thing it's more just Mm -hmm. how can we Take care of ourselves that honors our children the most. And if we're feeling that, like what you described—that tired, that resentment—and you know, there's the, there, there's a famous saying. It's like, you know, why do we let other people's self-limiting beliefs destroy us? That is your self-limiting belief. You need to own that. That belongs to you. If you're feeling scared and you're projecting it onto me, you need to work through that. So as empaths, and I understand this, because I'm an empath. I'm a star seed. I see it's a star seed on your thing. I I, I understand. I just wanna explain also to those of you who are mothers or who are empaths a little bit what that means on a scientific level is that we all understand about frequency and amplitude. Frequency measures how many times per second the, the wave comes up and down, like a peak in a trough. And the amplitude is the volume it's like how loud it is, how but the, you can have a very large amplitude, but the frequency is still low. So what an empath does is they usually are vibrating at a very high frequency that most people out there may not understand, which is only human, we give them love, because this is where they're at. Mm-hmm. However, the empath in trying to make meaning of such a situation, usually will match the lower vibrational energy. And this is the feeling of, you know, someone walks into a room, and all of a sudden, the energy changes. And now you're feeling kind of sad, because that person next to you is feeling sad, and you don't even know why. Mm-hmm. Because naturally, we're so sensitive, we match our resonance to that which surrounds us. And in the temp, to make meaning and create healing, which is why we tend to take on other people's problems. And that person doesn't necessarily want to heal. They may think in their brain, oh, i love to heal, but deep down in their heart or part of them, deep inner part is not ready to accept healing yet for whatever the reason. Mm-hmm. So your path needs to learn, this other person is vibrating at a lesser frequency. Now, if I wanna facilitate healing, It does not heal them nor myself to lower my vibration in an attempt to rescue them. What I can do is keep my vibration as it is and hope that they will resonate and raise their vibration up with mine and then offer them a prayer. Because then when you toss it up to God, again, I call it God, God, the all-powerful, and then they have the free choice. Us as human beings, we have free choice. They can choose to say, yes, I want to heal. So then they're not being given a rescue rope which they're sort of feeling forced to latch onto. they have a choice. Do I want to heal or not? And if they're choosing not to, we have to honor that choice and then offer our prayers. Okay, you know, that's really your, your choice. I'm offering you my love. And if you want it, it's there. But if not, I'll just continue. And I found for me as a healer, that's how I can really help others because I'm not picking on their problems, but I'm able to be very supportive so that I don't get dragged into the negativity. And I hear a lot of social workers and therapists. They all describe the burnout because they, what they have done, you know, and again, no judgment here, totally love. They match the resonance with their clients and an attempt to rescue them because they feel so bad. And, and, and it's just, you know, that's, yeah.
0: It counteracts, you know, it, I, I've definitely learned that. Um, I was a, this time last year, I had four different Pisces Sun um, signs living in my house and I was like I was asking myself for months why do I have this Pisces energy just following me just following me and it it finally dawned on me that you know uh, that I'm like I, I feel like I'm that gateway you know I'm that transition of that beginning and ending and understanding that that thing's all have a beginning and an ending, you know, and we all must be aware of it. We can't hide it. And the minute you begin to feel your empathic ways, you know, it's going to be a point where it stops and begins again. You know, it's not something that we have to consistently stay um, in a state of just to be compassionate for others you know we definitely have to allow ourselves to accept turning on and off our ability um when we're around others and it really helped me to um to learn to just the most important thing for me is to keep my energy clear um and consistent so by that I, whenever I have certain people around me, if their energy feels too unstable for me, I will either A, let them know or B, make sure that I'm not in their presence anymore because I need to be able to identify with the people that do want help. Yeah.
1: I love, I love that.
0: Yeah. Because, you know, we can't consume ourselves with with all of the people that we know need help if they're not actually requiring it you know it's it's like you're picking up water for them to put it in a bucket but they never bring in the bucket
1: it's like the age-old saying you know you can leave the horse to water but you can't make it drink that's that's its choice
0: yeah so you know i really appreciate you know you're hearing hearing your side um Hearing your interpretation of, of, you know, how we are experiencing and why we're experiencing our empathic ways. You know, I've had people try to explain to me, you know, that they can manipulate their energy and show the the self that they want to show in front of me. And I, and I, I try to help them to identify that your body is more than the physical body that you're touching and there's mm-hmm. an aura that surrounds you. That is that 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 is additional layers uh, that represent you. And there's there's mm-hmm. no way that you can mask that. You can't hide it. Just like you can't hide the marks or the hairs on your skin or the color on your skin. You can't hide it. There's no hiding your energy.
1: I uh, I do very much agree. We are again. As I spoke about in the beginning, the whole physical world with this, which this pandemic is touching, it's the master of illusions. You know, we think we can hide in our, in our busy lives and our nine to five jobs and our big houses, like I said before, Mm -hmm. but when you see, when you strip it down, these things are very, very temporary. They're illusionistic. Yes. I'm not discrediting. We need to have, you know, a flow of finances and homes in the physical world. And I'm not discrediting discrediting that I'm saying, but when we worship these as the end all they're not. So over here we can, manipulate our energy. We absolutely can. And psychologists, uh, Jungian psychologists would explain this as splitting off into shadow. We take the energy that we want to show and we own it. And that's what we show people. That's the face that we show. But then what we don't want, wish to own gets split off and put into shadow. And you know, this from taking a walk that when the sun Mm -hmm. shines, we block a little bit of the light and it creates a shadow behind us where the light is blocked. So human Human beings in the dualistic world, we all have shadow. The purpose is not to avoid the shadow, but to own as much as we can. And again, the comparison is when it's high noon and you're standing directly in the sun and the sun is shining right on you, you don't even see a shadow. You're engulfed in pure light. So that's where you want to be. We know that we're in a dualistic world with you know, polarities to own them. So people who say they can manipulate the energy, what they're doing is they're showing you the side that they want to own Mm -hmm. and they're splitting off the side they don't want to own. And again, scientifically, this can be likened to a concept of contraction and refraction. When the wind blows forward, it creates this force. But you ever touch a fan, the fan is blowing and you put your hand in front of the fan and you feel it's blowing forward with all this forward motion. Mm -hmm. But then you put your hand behind the fan and you feel a suction. Mm -hmm. So the fan is producing forward motion that's what people see but they don't realize that behind the fan it's creating this suction Mm -hmm. so that's what people who claim to say they're manipulating their energy they're doing they're blowing a lot of hot Mm -hmm. air forward and that's what most people will see with their physical senses Mm -hmm. what's happening behind them is suction and that's the shadow that's the dark energy that they don't want you to see that they are very cleverly hiding but we all are intuitive whether or not we choose to follow our intuition Mm -hmm. is another story into that you realize oh this fan is indeed blowing things you know if you put something in front of the fan it's going to blow it to the next room but if you put that same piece of paper behind the fan it's going to get sucked to the back so that's i think what you're saying you cannot hide the energy it will be revealed somewhere you cannot hide in the world of illusions it just doesn't work
0: yeah everything has a place you know from from the second my aura ends, the the energy of there's the energy of the world until the next reflection in the world you know is standing next to you. you know it's 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 such a beautiful thing to acknowledge once you accept it and allow the understanding of all of that weight that you feel, all of that nothingness that you feel that you can't describe it is the shadow you know that that is waiting to be identified you know it's that person poking you in the in the back of you in a way that you don't want
1: (laughs) exactly it's like he's not kicking me in the tush
0: (laughs) and I really just want to help others to you know just to learn that you know to be more sensitive You know, and to acknowledge when someone lets you know that they're empathic and very intuitive, you know, it doesn't mean that you don't have to work as hard to express yourself. And it doesn't mean that we don't have to work so hard to express ourselves. We still have to do the work. We still have to be respectful of other people's energy. We can't just jump into a conversation and say, hey, I see your shadow and it's bothering me, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, it's so funny because I'm, I'm, I'm very clairvoyant. I was born with this. And my sister is also very intuitive. So she and I, sometimes, you know, we both really don't like evil speech and gossip. We feel it's not nice to talk negative. So from, when it comes to physical things, we try not to. But sometimes she'll say to me, so meany, clairvoyantly, what do you see about this person? Clairvoyantly, what do you see about that person? And I said, one time I said, you know what, this is psychic gossip. This is psychic gossip. There is no purpose for me ripping through someone's shield and saying, I see this, I see that. This is what they don't want you to see. And, and, you know, I remember I had this conversation, I said, this is not what clairvoyance is for is absolutely not. You know, you and I hate small talk when it comes to the celebrities and the this is the that. Why should we have small yeah. talk on a psychic level? And she was like, you yeah, you're right. So I, you know, as, as people maybe can vibe because sometimes it's interesting, you have this ability, this other ability, but it is never to be misused like that. that that's a form of very bad um, disrespect to our fellow brothers and sisters. And it's just, that's yeah. not what clairvoyance is for. It's for healing. It's for love. And it's for us who are intuitive and for, you know, every, I believe everyone's intuitive. It's just how much we tap into it. But for us who are more intuitive, naturally, it's the ability to uh-huh. help others to kind of, you know, like I'm having a conversation with somebody and they're telling me words, I hear what they're physically saying, but I telepathically
0: uh-huh.
1: hear underneath. So that guides me sometimes because I hear it because they might say something like like my little brother, when he was a little kid, he says, oh, no. my neck hurts. And I heard, so my mom goes, oh, your neck hurts. Put on some Ben Gay." And I said, no, no, no. I said, I said to him, you mean, does your neck hurt like on the inside? Are you having trouble when you're swallowing? Does it hurt on the inside? And he was like, yeah, on the inside. So my mom took him to the doctor and he had strep throat. She was like, how the heck (laughs) did you know that?
0: Exactly. Exactly. Because we're always thinking, you know, and our brain, our brain isn't, our brain's not going to stop thinking just because we're using our mouth. You know, that's like thinking our brain isn't working or thinking when we're walking, like our brain is doing absolutely everything for us.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you know, my dad used to say a funny expression, he would say constipation of the brain and (laughs) diarrhea of the mouth (laughs) Think before you speak, don't run your mouth. (laughs) I don't know if it's his quote or not, but it's funny.
0: It's definitely a good one, you know um so you know that that means everyone's flushing out their system then (laughs) for the next two (laughs) yeah that's definitely you know that's definitely a good way to look at it um because a lot of people like to be in their headspace you know and they and they fill their headspace with so many thoughts that they don't allow the natural thoughts to come out And that, and that becomes Absolutely. constipating, you know, it's, it's, it becomes yeah. worrisome uh, before, before I really followed my intuitive nature, I would have a pit in my stomach and I'd be like, I don't know, like some, I don't feel right. Like something's bothering me. I, I'm not hungry. I'm not sick. Um, but I definitely feel this pit in my stomach. It just doesn't feel right. And you know that kind of led me to start working out, um, and then it led me to you know standing in my ground more, and and then the then the pit in my stomach has has gone away, you know, and I and I don't feel so, um, I don't feel so unwilling to share. Um, I feel especially since the concussion, um, when I was speaking to a fellow coach, a fellow star seat as well, I was telling him, I said, I feel like this concussion has, um, taken my ego out of commission and my spirit's driving now. And it is a beautiful feeling um, definitely acknowledging of learning to allow my ego to play more or my spirit to play more. Um, it's invigorating, it's exciting. Uh, I would never I would never change this. I would never go back. It get, does it get frustrating when people try to tell try to um, address a situation with me? and try to uh, not acknowledge that I'm an empath. And it is possible for me to know things without knowing you, you know, it's something that a lot of people have a really large problem getting behind. You know, people believe you when they don't know you and they're only meeting you for a little bit. Um, But for the people in our lives, you know they are challenged the most because they're consistently confronted with with it with clarity with intuitive behavior and i know how much it makes them feel unsettled and i know when they're feeling anxiety and i'm really working on becoming as compassionate as i can be but i also cannot hold my my tongue anymore you know i can't just let the words run out of my mouth uh like your father would say (laughs) i love i love it because i'm I'm, (laughs) because i'm saying it i can't just let the words run out of my mouth once i've i've picked i've you know gotten to that point to where i can't hold it any and anymore because it doesn't come out right it's not going to be taken correctly so i have to really be compassionate to my (laughs) own ability to heal and to heal myself to heal help others heal and understand that if I don't express what I'm feeling they're going to keep experiencing it and it's just going to manifest and get worse
1: so it's very interesting that you're saying because again it's like the tug of war you know the the world around me they're a bunch of naysayers and they don't see the light you know it's kind of what you're saying like they don't get it and I need to step into my truth and just leave me alone already. And part of you wants to just go to them and say, Hey, get your act Mm -hmm. together. Stop being so blind. I mean, come on, open your eyes. But then there's another part of you that's like, well, you know, I can't really say that it's going to be the same downward pattern. So this actually has been a personal struggle for me. And again, I'm very open about what it is that I do because um, I used to kind of the same thing. I was very choleric. I was very like, I'm not going to take any BS. I have my natural BS meter and uh people would start with me they'd say oh who do you think you are to exercise six hours a day spend time in the kitchen like what do, what do you think you're doing like they didn't see that i'm online from four o'clock in the morning till 10 o'clock at night in as a healer talking to people from all over the world like you know they just see me it looks like i'm playing with my phone on a workout machine you know and then i'm spending time cooking healthy like uh, people have said all you care about is eating and exercising and eating and exercising get out there and work And I, it was one of the times I had to hold my tongue and say, I I'm vibrating at a different frequency. And what I did was once I accepted the fact that these people are doing the very best they can with what they know. And sometimes when our knowledge base is limited, we don't always make good decisions. But when I held that space of love and forgiveness, which by the way, to those of you who think this is really, really cheesy, love and forgiveness does not mean they get away with their lifetimes of being a jerk. That does not mean at all. It just means we do not own their choices they're held accountable to their own choices and we just simply say to ourselves yep a hater's gonna hate as taylor swift says "A hater's gonna hate and i'm just gonna shake i'm not gonna lie and speaking into the shaking thing there there was a psychologist i forget his name and he studied that animals in the wild that when they're being chased by their predators and they escape they often go into a corner and they'll shake their bodies you often see a pet dog or a cat will just go in the corner and they'll shake 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 and the, the reason that this is done is because the body has undergone a trauma and the physical shaking movement allows the trauma to be released so it's not trapped in the body. And that's why you see animals in the wild do not suffer from PTSD. You might see um, uh, domesticated animals, but not the yep. animals in the wild. So literally, sometimes we need to shake this stuff off and uh, carry on with our mission. And then when we vibrate high, those of us who are in yeah. resonance, will hear the call. It's like Sona. They will hear the call and they will join our tribe. And I've witnessed this because I lived feeling very lonely, you know, for a long time. Not until I got into my thirties did I start to feel people got it. And that was only a couple of years ago. So it's like for these last couple of years, wow, there are people like me Mm -hmm. out there.
0: Whoa. I agree. I feel the same way, you know? um, And I'm, I'm really big on, on saying, you know, because my, you know, my mother is really trying to figure out what I'm doing. And she's really trying to figure out as gently as she can. <laughs> I know it. And um, I'm learning to to even let other people know. Because my, you know, I my mother did the best that she can do with what she knew. And I say that so wholeheartedly. And I say that so wholeheartedly for everyone, even the people that think that their parent didn't love them or do what was right for them. I feel like they did the best that they could do with what they knew.
1: Absolutely true. Absolutely true. Just again, to speak into that, because uh, I've seen from many working with many different people, how people are like, my parents hate me. They hate me. And I said, no, no, your parents love you. Like to the edge of time and back, they just don't understand the sonar that you're giving out. They can't resonate with your frequency if they could. It's like I, I often say for a joke because um, um you know people in the baby boomers generation kind of born in the, in the 1960s area there, it was post-world War II holocaust, and their they're very their defense was to be in a lot of scarcity, mm-hmm. and so that's my parents were born in, in that time, and so me, I'm coming along, and not only am I a star seed that came to this planet, they have no idea how to handle me. It's just like, what do we do with this kid? And um, they basically from the bottom of their hearts with, wrapped in packages of love, they served me what they thought was the best they could. They said to me, I'm giving you, it's like, you know, I'm an airplane, but they're cars. are saying, we're going to give you so much fuel and reserve fuel that, and they gave me tons of car fuel, but it's like, guys, I'm an airplane. I'm a rocket ship. This is not going to work. And I remember when I finally got old enough to say that they were so insulted. They were like, we gave you everything and you're not appreciating And It was just such a thing. And, you know, now, it's. but I recognize you guys love me so much. You gave me even your own fuel before you would give yourself type of a thing. Like that's how much they love me. So I'm just speaking into the people who felt like the parents didn't get it. It's like, it's a generational yeah. thing. It's a cosmic thing. I, I see it a lot and you just gotta, you gotta just give them gratitude because when you can step out of your mm-hmm. own ego, which is not easy, trust me, I talk from experience. You can, uh, Learn to forgive and say, "But you guys love me. You love me, and I love mm-hmm. you, even yes. though we don't always see it's eye the to most eye."
0: Powerful thing, and this is the adjustment. Um, you know, I don't know if if uh, us light workers, um, star seeds, really. I I was speaking with my fellow light worker yesterday that I'm, I'm living with now, and you know we both were identifying with things are coming to change. Things aren't going to be the same anymore. 2020 is going to be the year that awakens everyone. We had no idea. I had no idea that this was going to be it. And, you know, I feel, you know, sympathetic because, you know, this is something that all of us have, have, have known was we're, we're coming. So we have a little bit more of a heads up, you know, we're not as shocked. We're not as taken back. And um, I feel like we have to allow the beginning part of this time to allow ourselves to let that just settle in our minds so we don't seem so excited <laughs> um, <laughs> because this is the moment we've been waiting yeah, yeah, for, yeah. you know, and I can't stress enough how important it is for us to remain positive because that's the new dialect that we're creating. Everything that we've been doing for these past couple of years, um, so strongly, so sternly, and so progressive, um, everything that everyone didn't understand, they're going to now understand. And um, it's another part of our compassion that we're going to have to meet because we never had it before, because now people are going to want to talk to us more, and they're going to want to get those answers, and we have to be prepared with, uh, with, uh, the message was gratitude and I'm ready.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's, it's interesting because, uh, I kind of got the same, even when I was younger, I always felt like I'm here to change the world. And I I would hear that in my head. And, you know, when I was a little kid, I thought, yeah, I'm going to put on a cape and I'm going to fly around and be a superhero with a cape. And then, you know, being a inborn musician, artist. I said, no, I'm going to be a famous musician, a rock star. I'm going to play music and perform. And that's what it's going to be. I I didn't know, but I always had this ability. You know, I I used to say things like when I was five, I would say things like, I want to go back home to outer space. That's where I came from. My parents, like, what are you talking about? I had access to knowledge with quantum physics that I was pampering with. You know, I brought home a text math book when I was five years old from school. Mm -hmm. I sat down and in three hours time, I did this book front to back five years old my mom is like why don't you go outside and play and I'm like oh, I want to do this and she's like okay you know it's like all this stuff to me is you know and then it's, it's, it's just right there and I, I'm seeing now people I, I also remember making predictions I, I think it was in 2007 I made a prediction I remember because I was getting sort of chewed alive that I was trying to facilitate this lifestyle in this intuitive way and people were like oh my god get out of your, get out of your dream boat and go get a nine to five and get a life already. Like, who do you think you are? And I remember I said to them and my sister was standing right next to me. I said to these people, mark my words. It is now November of 2007, November of 2017. Mm-hmm. You guys are going to be begging me for my lifestyle because it's going to be the new thing. And fast forward. I remember it says November of 2017 it's funny how God brings us, we were all brought together and these same people, all those years ago who were just shooting me out of the sky, they had undergone some major, major health changes. And they said to me, we're all watching our, what we eat. We're all watching our weight. We're all watching what we mm-hmm. do. And like, they couldn't say, Nini, you were right, but they basically hinted it. Yeah. And, my sister and I looked at each other like, wait, did that just happen? And I said, I watch by 2027. The paradigm will be totally have shifted. So now we're in 2020. It's, so it's like, it's amazing. Oh, wow. Like
0: the the work we are doing for ourselves is purposeful. It is showing and it is progressing and it is moving forward at an exponential rate. Exactly how they told us it would. Thank you, Divine Source. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and I and I've been uh-huh. I've been learning to be more present myself and and more giving and acknowledging of the divine universe because they are helping me they are assisting me I'm not on this journey alone they are singing to me at this point <laughs> and you know I absolutely uh, love this aspect of my life I love this world that I'm living in. Is the most beautiful experience I have been given um, at this point in time in my life. I am learning to readjust myself at, at every point I, that is my, you know, that's my anal OCD way to like, like, let's clean ship. <laughs> gotcha.
1: Yeah. Clean that clutter, clean, clean your vessel, because, you know, it's funny you say that. I totally want to speak into the the divinity. Yes, we are not alone. We are, you know, it says, even if you believe in the Bible, you know, that every word in the Bible is written, there are no mistakes. And in the very utterances of the beginning, God created the universe and everything in the beginning of space time and the space time continuum, something out of nothing, there are no mistakes. So when we all feel like we're low life losers and we were a mistake Mm -hmm. That's not true because God wanted you. You wouldn't be here if you didn't. And I always believe that I am one with God. Like I, I tell people all the time. It's like when I'm getting something clairvoyantly, I'm helping a client and they say, thank you. Thank you. I say, well, thank God. You no, know, I'm just being a, a vessel to help channel this healing energy. And I've dedicated my life to serve God, to beg up to God and make God an integral part of who I am and what I do. And I let people know that it's like, I don't, uh, I don't credit myself for this. I mean, yes, I'm honored that I'm, I have the gift or the ability to transmit such things, but this came from God. He chose me. So it makes me feel almost like royalty. I am chosen for this mission and I want to emphasize that doesn't make me better than anybody else, because each one of you in the entire universe, every blade of grass, every molecule, every quantum mechanical concept that might've been is here for a reason. And you were intended and you are divine. And I believe in every single one of you. I hope you do because it doesn't really matter what I believe in. People aren't gonna go forward if I believe in them. They only go forward or not if they believe they can or can't. So you guys yes. gotta start stepping up. Yes,
0: and this is if the you time. Make it trust happen. me. And I, I mean just that. told my um I was speaking to one of my kids' fathers and I told him, I said, Without a doubt, you have two weeks You have two weeks of not requiring yourself to get up and go to work. You have two weeks of not having to rush the kids to school. You have two weeks to figure out what makes you happy. And if these two weeks, if you don't come out of this happy, then that means that you've been living your life like that the whole time. You know?
1: And, you know, also they talk a lot. I've read a lot of books about people being asleep. Mm. You know, and this is a time of waking up. It's like, yeah, these two weeks, it's it's it's. They literally say it's a wake up call, and if people choose to stay asleep, you know, like, you know, I I get up at three o'clock in the morning. I love getting up. The moment I open my eyes, I'm already praising God and going to the next thing. But um I used to have those days when I was, you know, in sixth grade, where I used to try to sleep and pass the school bus. I wouldn't have to go, and the alarm would wake me up. I'd say, I'm still sleeping. So it's like again, to, just to give a little compassion, those of you who are still sleeping. I give the compassion, I get it. The bed is comfy, but when we get up there and we get out there and we can make our mark on the world, you'll look back at your bed and be like, yeah, that was then, but now I got to do this. And then like you said earlier in, in this uh, recording, it's cyclical. There's a time to sleep and a time to rise mm-hmm. and a time to sleep exactly. and a time to rise. And it's cyclical and it so goes we, around we, and around.
0: We are definitely in the verge of, of of becoming way greater than we ever thought that we could. Mm-hmm. So at this point in time in our show, um, we really like to create, um, you know, really positive bubbles. So this is my empowerment tip section. So what empowerment tips can our listeners practice during this quarantine time?
1: Um I think that's up to everybody and this is a beautiful opportunity because i can sit here and tell people you should do this and you should really get your act together and you should start waking up and you should start paying attention and blah 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 blah, blah. you know it's like in in mm-hmm. uh, the charlie brown like when they hear the adults it's blah 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 you know it's going to sound like that what i encourage i want you know it's not again it's not what i want but i might suggest that each of you beautiful souls Pick something for yourself, whatever that is. And again, it doesn't have to be rocket science or hard. We all think I'm going to pick the hardest thing because I'm going to be a better warrior if I get the hardest thing. No, it doesn't matter. It's supposed to be something that you can do. A doable step that is in your capacity. Pick that thing. It can be as simple as I just want to open up my eyes and do meditation for five minutes. It can be I'm going to choose one healthy snack a day. It can be I'm going to get more fresh air time. Thank God I can go outside now. It can be I'm mm-hmm. going to spend... More time with my children and love, as opposed to rushing them out or whatever. Whenever that step is for you, feel what your intuition feels is right, and empower yourself. Let yourself experience your own plenty and start manifesting it. Don't be afraid to manifest. This is all about manifestation of love. We all have lived lived thus far in the lie of I got to work my butt off and be Great. subservient to some sort I of illusion. We, oh come on, I thought that's we like old. To stay that's like current. out of date, literally. <laughs> start search huh yeah yeah so start yeah update you know it's like we're trying to update our system to windows 10 or whatever it is and you're trying to still run a windows 95 like let's get with the program here let's tune into the love and divinity and um
0: yes yes I be with agree. the abundance because that that's advice. what's coming um, if you're open to, add to it you know allow yourself to to do things that are out of character and. Identify with how much you enjoyed to to take that step forward, or didn't enjoy to take that step forward. Um, figure out what you need to do to feel comfortable to take that step forward. If it's something that you really want to do, um, and and it was just uncomfortable for you, you know, just take take it slow and 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 have fun. You know, a lot of us are in the house with our kids and never homeschooled them a day in our lives. And, you know, the universe is really guiding us to experience what it is that our children are experiencing um, on a daily basis. We have no idea um, what our kids are feeling um, in, in the eight hours that they are in the school system.
1: Hmm. I love that. I love what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. Just let's all be one with each other. And, you know, let's not be afraid to step out of our comfort zones. And mm-hmm. yes, that's what I'm hearing. Just step out and do something, take a risk, a, a healthy risk. And don't be afraid to be yes. yourself. We've we all wasted so many years trying yes. to be everybody else and look where mm-hmm. it got us.
0: And as long don't as it's realistic and reasonable. Well, ain't, ain't no
1: one else going to do it.
0: It's a good <laughs> That's what I, um, that's what I, yeah, exactly. I love to use those two words, realistic reasonable and respectful. Um, you know, we're, we're, you know, that's another thing that I want to empower others to, to hear as empaths and intuitives. You know, we are here to remain strong in our message, but that doesn't mean that we're not allowed to enjoy our life. You know, we're not, it doesn't mean that we're not allowed to find uh, something else that helps us to be creative, you know, multi- we're multi-dimensional beings.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This is beautiful. Beautiful. Because I see a lot of people punishing themselves, thinking if mm-hmm. I want to be a something in this world, I have mm-hmm. to keep punishing this myself. This your experience. Like, oh, where did you get you that from? You enjoy it
0: and you hate it all <laughs> you want. <laughs> Oh, I'm so excited! Exactly. I'm so happy exactly. that we were able to record this episode. I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your message and your story, and 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 allowing yourself to to be you.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It was my pleasure. And yeah, I enjoy sharing my message too. It's nice to do it. And um, I hope yes, is the finally guided um, to this. Can let everybody know how them? they can Thank find you. Thank you everybody so much. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm on Facebook. Nini Castle, N-I-N-I-C-A-S-T-L-E. I currently am working very organically. I work online. So the easiest way is to find me on Facebook. And send me a friend request. I am very good about getting back messages immediately or very, very quickly. Like I said, I'm up from 3 o'clock in the morning till 10 or 11 at night. Very easy to reach me across the globe. And um, then once we start with uh, Facebook, I usually send me like a private message. And then I'm very good about what's the best way to contact you. Some people, if we're in the same nationality like in the United States, okay, a phone call is cool. And sometimes it's WhatsApp awesome. or Messenger or that, Zoom, whatever, that, you know. So that
0: message means she's that's, here that's to get in it's contact with you. So if you don't contact, you know, we can't help. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Exactly. Thank, I'm thank here in full service. And so. to all of my listeners, thank you for staying you. to the end and being present and allowing yourself to hear new perspectives. This is Starseed MA with my co-host, my my co-host, Nini Castle. You have a blessed day, everyone.